Ellie and Bex. I don't know about you, Bex, but lately, with all the stress of the world mm-hmm. and everything that's going on, my sleep has been off oh, you've chops. Been, you have been rubbish. How many times have I come into work and been like, oh, I had the worst sleep last night? Every day. You, In fact, you come in twice a day <laughs> and tell me that. And look, as you say, it's understandable. Everything's up in the uh, air and everyone's routine's upside down, future's uncertain, all that sort of stuff. And that's why we have this lady with us. Uh, she's not only a qualified uh, psychologist and fitness trainer, but she also is an expert in all things sleep. Her name is Olivia Arizolo. Welcome. Hi there. How are you? We're well, thanks. Oh, and you're... she has a sexy voice. Oh, well, you apparently can't, you can't too. say oh, that wow. upon oh. meeting someone at the first time, Bex. Yeah, sorry. A little creepy, I guess. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry about that. I just wanted to correct you, though. I'm not actually a qualified psychologist. I did major in psychology. Oh, but I don't want anyone than me. to. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely being a sleep expert is my field. And yes, I feel like a lot of people are just so anxious right now with good reason. You know, our whole experiences, our routines, our home life and work life is really forming into a different model. So it's no surprise to me that there is so many sleep problems because the primary cause of insomnia and of sleep problems in general is is anxiety. So if you if you do find yourself lying awake at night and kind of worrying about what the next day is going to hold, what are some measures you'd recommend taking to try and fall asleep and, and take your mind off everything? Absolutely. So I have a signature seven-step bedtime routine that I would definitely recommend. Um, this starts at 8pm by popping on a pair of blue light blocking glasses. What? Um, oh, oh, I bought some. I bought some the other day. My you wa- would look great. Yes, no. my wife got some. Um, they're, they're everywhere. You can get them at the Iconic. You can get them at local yes. optometrists, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, non-psychologist. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's essentially just a regular, um, uh, like a lens, but it removes the blue light uh, from um, screens, et cetera, because that's what um, stimulates you and, and agitates you, essentially. Correct. You've been studying up. Oh. So there are... Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> He's got glasses yeah. now. He's really smart. So they're on, I'm, telling, I'm telling exactly. you, I got some ones from Key the other day. They're on the way. So you want to, you want to wear them ideally at least two hours before bed. So what it does is it lessens the production of a hormone called cortisol. And cortisol is what exactly as Beck says. Um, drives our anxiety, drives us to feel agitated, tense, and leads to a lot of problems switching off. So uh, um, can you settle an argument for me? Because I my, can try. My, <laughs> wife, my wife insists on having a TV in the bedroom, and I think it's the worst idea in oh. the history of the world. Oh. TV in the bedroom is definitely not recommended. Throughout the evening, we move through sleep stages. So we move from light sleep to deep sleep to light sleep to deep sleep. And if your brain isn't calm enough, when you move into those light sleep stages, you'll actually emerge into full full conscious waking. Yeah, crazy. And Yes. And also, a lot of people who fall asleep with the TV on complain in the morning that they still feel fatigued. And this is, again, because your brain hasn't actually switched off properly. But you have actually watched an entire series of Forensic Files. (laughs) You can come to work and talk about Tiger King with everyone the next day. It's great. (laughs) Uh, Olivia, we don't have time for much more, but if I I, I guess 
Um, apart from obviously uh, looking up Olivia Arizola and, um, you know, yeah. there's plenty of literature and, and whatnot and opportunities to contact you. If you had someone who was a rubbish sleeper and you had them mm. for, for 30 seconds, what would you tell them? What's the key message out of all of this? Um, you know, other steps of that, of that bedtime routine in a nutshell. So having a shower, diffusing lavender, having a sleep supplement containing high-quality magnesium and having a good night alarm phone where you set an alarm for when you are going to disconnect from your phone and then having it pop up to remind you to get off your phone. Um, all of these are really helpful strategies and just know that it's not necessary to continue to suffer um, and it's not, although it might be normal, it's not going to help you feel happy or healthy. So definitely, you know, making change and, you know, seeking support is the way to go. Amazing. Well, you'll hopefully have helped me get a good night's sleep tonight, Olivia. Mm. So thank you so much for oh. coming on our show today. Happily, happily. I I sincerely hope so and I hope that you're going to update me in, uh, in our future conversations. Yeah, I'll send you my sleep journal every day if you want. She's going to sli- <laughs> slide into your DM. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. I, I would I would hope so. I, I can't message you. It's against the rules of both my marriage and my parole. Yeah, so, no, um, look, it's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia Arizolo, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks so much, guys. Ellie and Bex.